Welcome back. For those of you who uh, came this morning, for those of you who went this morning, why not? No, that's no. It's good to have you here. Uh, if you're visiting Canterbury Gardens, special welcome to you. Uh, this is part of our... Um, so this year, one of the things the leadership talked about was doing um, spread out throughout the year on a Sunday night, a thing called Equip. So it's an opportunity to discuss uh, issues or certain uh, topics. So Nathan kicked that off with a thing on, on the Trinity. Um, and this is sort of a follow-on from that. Uh, there are things going on in our culture and in our world, uh, and obviously you're all here to engage with that. So how tonight's going to run is, I'm going to do a little bit of a, I guess, a foundation as a leadership. We want to make very clear what that foundation is, and out of that, you'll have opportunity to go to a seminar of your choice. Um, and the seminars are going to be run for 20 minutes. For those of us who are like, oh no, I thought we were going to get really deep. No, this is like a teaser trailer kind of thing you know it's just to get your conversations happening we might not solve everything here we probably won't but our heart is that you walk away two things knowing jesus more and in light of that desire to make him known wherever god's placed you particularly in this world that we live in so that's our heart um i'm going to pray for us uh, and then we'll jump into it lord jesus we uh, come with many things in our hearts for some of us we have uh, points that we want to make. Some of us want to get informed. Uh, some of us are here out of fear. Some of us want to engage better. Um, wherever our hearts are at, we pray and ask that through your word, through your spirit, that you would meet us. And we pray that um, we will know you more uh, and that we'll be encouraging one another, particularly as we wrestle through this as a church family, as a community. We pray this in your name. Amen. So we're in a uh, situation in our family that we're in this season of life where we've got little kids and uh, our eldest son is about to go to prep. And we're deciding what school should we send them to? Even more now because of all the conversations that are going on in our culture. Uh, And so one part of me goes, let's put cotton wool around him, protect him as much as I can. Uh, um, And then I think, well, maybe I'll just go throw him into a Christian school because I went to a Christian school and that was really good for my faith. Not really. In year seven, I turned away from the Lord and I was exposed to as many things as I could in a Christian school. And I wasn't going to a secular school. And I thought, okay, what's going on there? Would that solve everything? Then there's also the mandate that we believe that God's called us to be disciples and particularly the, um, the kinder that we send our son to, we've become really good friends with a lot of the parents there. And they're going to a particular school. And so there's part of me that's wrestling with going, wow, it's about mission and we should get into there. And uh, we've got an interview with that school and it's a secular school. They um, are definitely secular. So I've been wrestling through these things and we've been thinking about tonight. Um, and you know, if you're part of Canterbury Islands Community Church, you walk through past this all every Sunday. And our statement basically says is that our heart is to make Christ known and we want us uh, not just to make him known but our own personal lives want to be transformed by his spirit and we want to uh, be people who are living for God's glory. Not actually for Canterbury Gardens Community Church's glory but for God's glory. That's our heart, that's our vision. And you know that we've been exploring through Acts and part of exploring through Acts has been kind of unpacking what does it mean to bear witness? What does it mean to uh, proclaim Christ? in wherever God has placed us, to make him known. But I don't know about you, when I read or listen to the headlines and things, uh, a few things go in my heart. I get a little bit of panicky. Sometimes I go, oh, here we go again. I put on my little boxing gloves to get into an argument with someone. 
And I think, I don't know about you, but I lose perspective. I lose perspective of a wonderful, glorious truth as a follower of Jesus. And we may even see ourselves in those kind of areas. Sometimes we think that we're a minority group and the world is totally against us and we're ready for a fight. Some of us just hope that we can, this will blow over. And we like to sort of kind of stick our head in the sand and hopefully it'll all calm down. Uh, some of us, we think, well, this does not really affect me at all, actually. Um, so I'm not really interested in it. It doesn't matter. They can all deal with it. Um, some of us are looking at it and going, oh, I just hope it gets over and done with it because I hope Jesus returns very soon. Maybe this week will be really helpful. <laughs> and particularly before I put my kids in school. <laughs> but friends, the reality is Jesus has not returned yet. He is coming back, that's for sure. But there is still work to be done. See, you and I exist in this time, in this place, under God's grace and providence, in this time, in this place, in this land, in this country, in this state, with the government that is there and all the elections that are about to happen. God has placed you here for a purpose, to bear witness. And you and I are called not to lose perspective when we read and hear watch, uh, maybe you're going to get sucked into the headlines. Yes, those things are happening and we shouldn't just kind of turn a blind eye. We should engage with it. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is when Jesus is talking to his disciples and he's about to go to the cross and you can see it in John 16 verse 33. And he says to them, I've said these things to you. He's instructed them. He's talked to them what's going to happen. And then he says, I've said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation. But take heart, I have overcome the world. And I love this because Jesus is about to go to the cross and he's actually reminding them, hey, listen, I'm going to be resurrected. But as resurrected ambassadors of mine to go and proclaim this truth, I'm not simply sending you out to sort of hang out and wait till I return. He doesn't actually even water it down for them. He actually makes it very clear to them that if you're going to live in this world, if you're going to live for me, that tribulation, that challenge, it's like the the language is to say there's going to be pressure, there's going to be things rubbing up against you, and you will actually feel restricted to be a disciple and follower of Jesus. Isn't that true? I don't know about you, sometimes you feel scared to talk about Jesus, unless you're an evangelist, you're just waiting for that opportunity. Some of us may find that hard. Or a particular topic comes up in the tea room at lunchtime. We get a bit like, ooh, should I talk about this? But, friends, there's almost a sense of fear sometimes we feel. And sometimes we may even get to the trap of it's us versus them. But the reality is, all of us, if you call yourself a follower of Jesus, a disciple of Jesus, that means that we've been called to declare this Christ, this wonderful Saviour, to those who are proponents of the safe school program, who are totally confused about what gender means, who have a particular lifestyle that they lead, they put whatever label they want to define them, all of these people God has called us to bear witness to. But we don't do that in a way of just defeat us, but we do it with great confidence because Jesus has overcome the world. That's a wonderful thing. So take heart, Christian. Whether you realize it or not, you and I live in exciting times. 
because Jesus is returning. But not only that, you and I have been given an opportunity to bear witness of this wonderful Savior who has overcome the world. So that means when you and I head out to our seminars today, and as John, Nathan, and myself lead it, we're not going to actually going to give you, in a sense, like one point two two-point sort of knockout punches in your conversations this week that you want to try out. Rather, we want you to go in with this kind of attitude. The Apostle Peter wrote in 1 Peter and 2.11, Beloved, I urge you as sojourners in exile to abstain from the passions of the flesh, which wage war against your soul. That means for us, as you head into this and as you uh, explore these topics, know one thing, that Christ has overcome the world, but not only that, this is not our home. We're just sojourners. We're just passing by. Our true home is in heaven with Christ. But that does not mean we're just disengaged. We're meant to engage with the world that we live in. But yet we're called not to compromise. We're not to give in to our passions of our flesh which war against us. That means that includes that we do not compromise on the gospel or the truth of the gospel as we engage in this culture. So, friends... Followers of Jesus, breathe. Take a deep breath. If you're worried, Jesus has overcome the world. And that means he's also called you now to engage in that reality, to pass that message on, proclaim that message. If you're prone to get into arguments and you're looking for it, can I encourage you? Be humble. Don't be arrogant. Just as our Savior was humble. And if you're mainly here for the soup, there's a great choice of soup to choose from later tonight. And we welcome you. So as you and I head out this week, as we think on these things, our prayer is as a leadership that we head out as witnesses for him, not in arrogance but in humility. And we do that in love, but without compromising on the truth that Jesus does reign. And we are here to proclaim his lordship. So as you head out to this seminar later on, Know these things in your heart. And then engage with it. Have good discussions about it. And that's why we're doing this as a church family rather than individually. Because when we gather as a group and proclaim these truths, we actually are being faithful to what God has called us to. And then we head out to deal with these topics, with these issues, with love and humility, but do not compromise, just as our Savior did when he came into this world. On our behalf. To save us. I'm going to pray. Jesus, we pray uh, and we commit our time together. We pray that your spirit will lead uh, our discussions, our conversations. May we walk away knowing you more, but also encouraged and equipped um, to live in this world for you without compromise, unashamedly, boldly, with love, grace, and humility. We pray this in your name. Amen. Uh, Nathan is going to be doing his session here. That's about Safe School and that whole program, what's happening, how do we engage with that as parents. Uh, John's uh, group is really special. That's why they're going to the portable. Uh, no, he's doing the thing on gender, same-sex um, attraction, all those topics particularly that's popular. John's going to do that in the portable. And uh, then I'm uh, heading up to talking about living uh, in a world that's all about... Um, what's my topic again? I'm tired. Thank you. Being a Christian in this world. Yeah, how to live in a world that constantly says, hey, you know, let's all get along and it'll be fine. You know, uh, just don't, don't ruffle each other's feathers. It's all about acceptance and so on. 
but what does it mean to be Christ-centered uh, in such a world? So that's what I'll be tackling. That's going to be upstairs uh, in there. So you get to go to two 20-minute seminars. There'll be a timer on our phone, which means there'll be time to go at some point. And the other thing is also, if you're like, oh, no, I really don't know where to go, we're recording these, okay? So they're going to be available.